are young, you know? It's not just some PR spin or whatever. It's a young team that's taking the field day after day. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins, where you found this. Two games yesterday, Pirates 4, Reds 2 in the first one, Reds 6, Pirates 5 in the nightcap of the day-night doubleheader. I was over at PNC Park, and I'm not going to lie, I was struck way more by the things that the young players did wrong And honestly, not in some unfair way where I'd be blowing up isolated incidents and not even in a narrative-based way where I'd be picking on development and instruction or whatever. I I do enough of the latter. But in watching these kids and watching some of the stuff that they did that was so wrong or so not so good, I was actually left with something of a positive feel. Because there is no earthly way Leo Verpaguero is going to try a bunt with two strikes <laughs> when he'd failed miserably on the first two attempts when he's got runners at first and second and nobody out. He's not going to do it. Sometimes you just have to learn stuff. Andy Rodriguez is not going to get picked off first base with a guy standing at second. Like, he wasn't a threat to steal, to say the least. He's not going anywhere if the guy on second isn't going anywhere. But he did. And he'll learn from it. And he'll get better from it. Henry Davis in in right field, I mean, I've decreed this subject to be off limits for myself, and I don't want to go back on that. But if he does stay in right field, it's going to be with the benefit of, of a lot of practice that'll have led into it. You know, unlike all of the practice he didn't get leading into being thrown into that role in the major leagues. And there was more. There was a lot of this. Piguero running into the outfield, catching a pop-up that absolutely should have been caught by Jack Sawinski, to which Sawinski gave Piguero quite the glare. That's going to sort itself out. That's not something that's going to be a lingering issue that's going to be dependent on some brilliant coach at the Pittsburgh level working it out of their system. They're just going to do it. Okay, These are just dumb young player mistakes. Now, could the Pirates have done a better job of preparing them for the bigs? Yeah, obviously. They could have certainly done infinitely better to prepare anyone and everyone on how to put down a bunt, and that notwithstanding, they really need to stop trying. They need to stop pretending that they can coach things that they can't coach. This was Derek Shelton after the game on some of those follies. Yeah, there is a lot to unpack. I, I think, you know, offensively, uh, offensively, you know, we, we we can't get picked off first. We have to get a bunt down. I mean, those are the things that, that stand out the most. And then, you know, runner at second base in the ninth as a home team, we got we to gotta score a run. You know, I mean, Vito didn't make bad pitches, a jam shot that fell between Tree and Davis. So, I mean, but we, we have to execute offensively, and we didn't. 
I'll say it again, they're young. And it doesn't require some sort of free pass or whatever to let them off the hook. They're legitimately young. And they're talented. That's the part that makes all of this a little more complex when it comes to a reaction that you have. Because you want to get on Piguero for the bunt, but Piguero hit the most effortless-looking home run into the bleachers beyond left field earlier in the game. And he's not the biggest dude. But he can play a very good infield in general. And he can really swing that toothpick. I don't know how the ball jumps off that bat like that. It it almost looks, I'm not making an accusation here, but it almost looks illegal. It looks like he's hitting like a rubber ball or something off of it the way it goes. And you, you not only don't get down on someone like that, you can't. You can't. You can't do it with Endy. You've seen what Endy is capable of. Not just at the plate, but behind the plate, throwing out another runner last night. Guy got a great jump, too. Didn't matter. Boom. You're certainly not going to do that with Davis. And when the day comes, you're not going to do it with Paul Skeens either. There's a little bit of an arrhythmic quality to this team right now, watching them right now, not forecasting anything, not looking into the future, just literally right now, just this past weekend against Cincinnati, before that against Atlanta, before that in Milwaukee. You can see that there's something of a disconnect. You see the guys that are more experienced, even a little bit more experienced. And then you see those kids that are just kind of, it's like they're chasing the car down the street, you know? And Brian Reynolds is hitting two home runs and, you know, Brian Hayes is coming off a real nice week. And then there's the kids, <laughs> like burning their paws on the asphalt. And eating exhaust while these other guys are having a fairly easy time of it of late. That has to come together. But when you see the young players and the good things that they do and understand that the bad is, for the most part, going to address itself, maybe even Henry's outfield work or whatever it is they end up doing with Henry, you can start seeing some signs of the arrhythmic thing turning into a really nice rhythm. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone and you do the rest it's a ton of fun it's a great meal and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in pittsburgh north shore tavern right across federal street from pnc park your front door your car your bike your computer your gun Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit ProjectChildSafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. 
Today's J1Q comes from Peter who asks, is there a way for a team to bring this level of umpiring incompetence to Major League Baseball for a review? Because this is completely unacceptable for professional sports. Peter is referring, of course, to anybody who didn't watch the game last night to Nick Lentz behind home plate. I'm not even inclined to mention the rest of his crew because this was just one guy who had just lost control. And when I say lost control, I don't mean of the game or of a given situation. I mean of himself. It's been a long time since I've seen an ump just glare over into the dugout, even while the pitch clock was running. Like, he didn't even bother stopping the pitch clock or calling time. He just lost where he was. He was so angry with the Pirates' dugout for legitimate complaints. Now you can chart these things. You can see what actually was a ball and what was a strike or what was close, even if you don't believe those things are 100% accurate. And this guy was miles off. They had a particular problem with Brian Reynolds getting rung up on a high strike and then the same pitch, the very same pitch in the very same location being called a ball twice for Luke Maley of the Reds in a subsequent at-bat. And he motioned over, Lentz did, toward the home dugout and threw out somebody. Shelton came flying out of the dugout and Lentz is now motioning over to the dugout and he's saying, according to Shelton, I'm going to throw you all out. Just here, here, listen to Shelton's version of this, okay? The Oscars ejection, I mean, I would assume it was from yelling from the dugout. Yeah, mine, you know, obviously I was on the field. Donnie didn't say a word, not a word. And I think the most frustrating thing is he just started running people and basically he said, you're all gone. And then when Donnie got out there, he goes, well, I don't know who it was. I just threw him out. So that's when, you know, you very rarely see Donnie Kelly lose his cool and you got to see Donnie Kelly lose his cool. So, you know, I mean, the first two warranted probably, I mean, arguing balls and strikes. That last one, I think he just, uh, you know, I think he just started throwing people out and he was not aware of, of what the situation was. This is my fourth year around Shelton, both the manager and the man. I feel like I've gotten to know him pretty well. I've not seen him visibly rattled by an incident the way he was by this one. And I'm not talking about on the field. I'm talking about right there in that press conference room with the words you heard. I don't know if it came across in the audio. I hope it did. But it sure did in that room. The Pirates are tired of getting walked on by umpires. They're tired of feeling, whether it's justified or not, that they're not being sufficiently respected. And they're going to, and this is the part where I would back them most strongly, they're going to go to bat for their best players in particular. Their very best player is Brian Reynolds, who in this game had two wonderful catches and two home runs. And he's getting hosed by the ump? Come on, man. Come on. Bring the robots already. What are, what? What is the delay on this? There's no way. There's no conceivable way they could be worse. 
I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We're going to do another one of these tomorrow.